Section 6 of The Black Cat, Volume 1, Number 12, September 1896. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Black Cat, Volume 1, Number 12, September. 1896. Section 6. Which was like a woman by William Albert Lewis. Brian Lett sat upon his doorstep playing with the children. It was sunset. Big, brawny, good natured, he came over the hill from Gatesville five years before and settled. Settling in a village means getting employment living most anyway being most anybody under such conditions you're nobody get married you're somebody brian lett got married she was dorothy moore she had three children she was a lawful widow her husband jack moore was in prison for life a good-looking woman may have a husband in the penitentiary and be well thought of but she cannot remain untalked of with a single man for boarder. Brian Lett had boarded with Mrs. Moore to help her along. It was the best thing he could do to marry her. The village lawyer fixed things, and Mr. and Mrs. Lett settled down. This summer evening, Lett sat upon the steps, playing with the three children. They were much attached to him. Bert was ten, Mildred eight and a half, and Susie seven. They called him Papa Lett, much to his liking. Mrs. Lett was in the kitchen doing up the after-supper work. A shadow fell across the threshold of the back door. Mrs. Lett looked up. Jack Moore stood before her. Dorothy, in a voice softer than of yore, who is that on the front steps playing with the children? My husband, she spoke in a whisper. Her voice failed. Her frame quivered. Her face paled at the awful dilemma. You took your rights, didn't you, Dorothy? She could not speak, but twirled the dishcloth around in the suds. I am hungry, Dorothy. Can I have something to eat? She put him out a meal. The same old blue set, Dorothy. The same bread knife. The same preserve jar. And my old cup, too. There were tears in his eyes. The woman looked into his face. Voices came through the hall. Lett was talking with a neighbor. I hear Moore's been pardoned, Lett. You think he'll come round here? The man at the table raised his eyes to those fixedly regarding him. What said they to him? They forgave him. They bade him go. They looked the love which brought Bert, Mildred, and Susie into the world. I am a free man. Are you glad, Dorothy? She nodded her head. I don't blame you, Dory. You did perfectly right. But I have looked forward to coming back to you and the children. I wonder if I could see them a minute. She started to call them. Near the door she stopped, pressed her hand to her lips, and shrank. Let sat upon the steps, Susie asleep in his arms. Good night, neighbor, he was saying. You are right. It's not easy to do one's duty always. 
Come, children, it's time you were abed. Let's go in and see Mamma. Let arose, the slumbering child in his arms, Bert and Mildred laughing and jumping about him. His wife sprang forward. Look, Brian, see, children, quick. Call that handsome dog, Brian, and let the children play with him. He's the biggest dog they ever saw. The indulgent man whistled to the mastiff, resumed his seat on the steps, Bert and Mildred rolling with the brute on the grass. The woman disappeared for a moment, returning with a crocheted purse, which she thrust into his hand. Here, Jack, take this. It is all we have saved for the children. Take it, but go. Did you, did you see the children? Yes, Dory, I saw them. Kiss me, Jack. They are yours. For them I love you. Now go. The ex-convict pressed the woman to his heart. Then he opened the purse, and, taking from it a few coins, handed it back with the words, It is enough to give me a new start in life. And, willing abruptly, he hurried down the steps. As he passed along the road in front of the cottage, he saw Brian Lett holding sleeping Susie in his arms, Burton Millie playing with the dog. The mastiff left the children and followed him. It was Moore's dog. End of section six. Recording by Greg Giordano, Newport Ritchie, Florida. End of The Black Cat, Volume 1, Number 12, September 1896.